I think the church should care about art in general. We should engage it. We should think about what it has to say because that's the culture that we live in. We should never sin in order to connect with people, but we should get into their world and try to understand them and understand their culture for the sake of reaching them, for sure. Welcome to the In Doubt Podcast. Hey, welcome to the In Doubt Podcast. My name is Isaac, your host, and we are now in the week of April 11th, 2016. Today on the show is a special guest by the name of Drew Dixon. He's a full-time editor of Lifeway Christian Resources down in the States, but he's also the editor-in-chief at GameChurch.com, which we'll get into later. He does a ton of writing and podcasting for other awesome Christian ministries as well. Um, he's going to be chatting with us about engaging video games, which I'm pumped about. Even, th- even though I wouldn't you know, deem myself a gamer, it's important to know about video games for the sole reason that so many people do play them. And the average video gamer in Canada is 33 years old. Uh, last week, we finished our two-week series on Where Do I Go? A series that looked at the topic of God's will and how to discern the Spirit's promptings and how to be guided by biblical principles. We had Pastor Dave Johnson and Bible College student from England, Simon Peacock, on the show. It was a lot of fun. If you didn't get the chance, go ahead and listen to that series. If you're one of those Christians like myself that can sometimes struggle with following the Spirit's promptings or just knowing what exactly the will of God is, the key points that we talked about really help with that. Anyways, we are now moving on to a new series, Christ and Culture. Culture is like a sieve that is constantly revealing true Christian disciples. Now, there are two ways we can understand culture as a Christian in a very broad kind of general sense. So there's the culture of the kingdom, which is the culture in which God is deemed as perfect and true and righteous. And there's also the culture of the world, which is the culture in which we find people relating to one another and themselves. The sieve's purpose is to sift out the smaller pieces of, you know, let's say rocks to reveal the larger ones, right? It's a process of splitting. Well, culture does the same thing. It reveals the people that don't fit within its requirements. So if we look at the sieve of the culture of the world, we can see requirements. Now, the culture of the world would never say that it has requirements, but it definitely has a standard. This standard or these requirements look nothing like, you know, godly Christ-like living, but they're full of greed and selfishness, pride, envy, etc. So if you resist those things, yet you're in the culture of the world, which all of us are, you're going to be revealed. And this revealing can be sometimes awkward or scary or whatever you want to call it. I find that those, you know, Christians who end up just going along with the actions and beliefs of the culture of the world do so for one of three reasons. One, they prefer the ways of that culture more than the culture of the kingdom. Two, they are too nervous or weak to be revealed. Or three, they simply don't know. So this series is looking at the question, how to be a Christian in today's culture. Now, when we look at the culture of the world, there are thousands of different areas, but for the purposes of this series, we're going to look specifically at social and entertainment media. So anything from, you know, listening and making music to movies, video games, social networking, some of the most major mediums for the world's culture to speak to us through. So as I said, this week, we're chatting with Drew Dixon from GameChurch.com to talk about how to engage video games as a Christian. Well, I'm here over Skype with uh, Drew Dixon. He is the uh, editor-in-chief at Game Church, which you might explain in just a moment here, uh, and also an editor at Lifeway Christian Resources. Hey. Hey, how's it going? I'm very good. And thank you for coming on the podcast. It's exciting. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, anytime I get to chat about what we do at Game Church is, um, is a huge win for me. Uh, I love to talk, uh, really believe in Game Church, love to talk about it. So yeah, absolutely, man. That's awesome. That's so good. Um, to be honest, like when I look on your Twitter description, it honestly looks like you do so much and you write for so much. Um, who, who kind of, who are you? <laughs> if I could ask, like, who, who is this guy? Uh, yeah, I am a, a Christian dude. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, the first thing, you know, I would say is I'm a follower of Jesus. I have been since I was 17. I'm a full-time editor at Lifeway Christian Resources. So I, my day job is I, uh, write and edit Bible studies, but, uh, but yeah, one of my, my big passions is to engage video games from a Christian perspective. And that's a big part. That's one part of what we do at Game Church. Game Church has does many things, but that's one part of what we do at Game Church. And, and so then I do that for other places as well. So I, I write game reviews for World Magazine, and I have in the past for Relevant, and Christ and Pop Culture, kind of uh, tackling video games from a, a distinctly Christian perspective is kind of uh, kind of a passion of mine. I, I don't think there's many Christians out there like engaging that, that space thoughtfully. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. to me, that's a deficit and a means. It's sort of a it's become a way for me to to do something I I enjoy, which is play and talk about and discuss video games, but uh, but also challenge people to think yeah. about uh, about the world, yeah. about their place in it, about God, about spirituality, about Jesus, about think just challenge people to think about thing, those yeah. things by doing something that I enjoy. So that's that's kind of my shtick, I guess. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. That's awesome. Tell us about Game Church. So Game Church is a ministry that's based out of Ventura, California, and they go to, or we, I should say, we go to conventions all over the country and tell people, it's really simple, our, our mission is to go to these conventions, these video game conventions. So an example would be the Penny Arcade Expo or E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, uh, Dragon Con, you know, these, these nerd conventions, essentially, that's an endearing term, by the way, nowadays, nerd cons. Of course. So I'm not, oh, yeah. I don't mean that pejoratively, because <laughs> uh, I, I fit that bill. Um, so those are my people. But, uh, but yeah, um, so we go to these conventions and we, and we tell people Jesus loves you. And we hand out, we have these gamer Bibles that have Jesus with an Xbox 360 headset on, playing an yeah. Xbox, with an Xbox controller in his hands. It's this, you know, old school kind of like... I love it. Like yeah. Renaissance era uh, picture of, depiction of Jesus, which is not... We, we realize it's not really what Jesus looked like. He was a Jewish guy. Uh, but, but, you know, it's, it's what people think of when they see Jesus. And so they're yeah. like, what, what in the world is Jesus doing with a game controller? People don't correlate those things, put those things in no. the same box very often. So people are like, what is that? And they want to come check out our booth. And we hand them a, these, these gamer Bibles that have, it's the gospel of John with some gamer commentary. And we say, Jesus loves you, have some free stuff. It's a very yeah. non-confrontational way to introduce people to Christianity. So game church really is all about planting seeds at these conventions. We're not having like huge theological debates with people. We really are there to tell them that Jesus loves them, period, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so it's, it's a ministry that introduces people to the gospel, yeah. uh, in a unique way, I think. And then that's the, the mission side. Although I think our website yeah. is also has a mission uh, as well that connects to that passing out Bibles and things at conventions. Okay. So our website is designed to engage video games from a thoughtful Christian perspective. And so yeah. we do game reviews. They're not, they're not preachy. They're not, uh, you know, they're not three ways to see the Trinity in, <laughs> in Zelda or something, but what we do, <laughs> but we do care about like connecting the spiritual realm to mm -hmm. the physical. 
um, I think you see that over and over again in the life of Jesus that he's making those connections. And so, so we try to do that in a very like engaging way. Um, cool. So we're very much trying to speak to people outside the faith, just like we do at game church. Um, yeah. just like we do at the conventions is, is yeah. we, we want to have an audience that's, it's not at all a website for Christians. We want to, um, kind of get people's attentions by some of the crazy things that we do on the site. Uh, yeah. you know, right. so an example of that would be like, once a year we do, instead of doing like a top 10 list, we do the 10 games Jesus loves of 20 mm-hmm. of 2016 or 2015. So this last year, yeah. we, you know, we, we made this, this list and we're, we're trying to, it's, it's sort of tongue in cheek, but we're also kind of being serious. Like this is why we think Jesus would actually kind of dig. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember something like Metal Gear Solid five. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, yeah. yeah. So people, it's funny. Cause I mean, the people that dig that list by and large are, are people outside the faith who are just yeah. like, I want to know what these people, how in the world did they make that connection that Jesus likes Metal Gear Solid five and starts a conversation exactly. and, and we get to have yeah. a little fun. And, um, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So we're serious about engaging video games, honestly and thoughtfully, but also like bringing in our Christian perspective in a way that's respectful and, yeah. Um, and thoughtful, I hope. That's awesome. Well, thank you. That sounds awesome. Hey, so I grew up in the early 90s, you know, I wasn't a huge video gamer, but I started with, you know, Nintendo and then the uh, GameCube came out and then, but I was never a full gamer. But now uh, I'm in my early 20s and I look around at some of my friends and it's all consuming their lives. Video games are. And I remember even in uh, high school when, you know, these Grand Theft Auto games came out, and I just remember my parents and myself, like I grew up in a Christian home and it just seemed like, like that was satanic stuff, you know, like don't go play GTA. Anyways, with saying all that, the truth is that video games have become more and more popular as, you know, technology has advanced and more and more realistic, more and more just, you know, virtual. The, the thing is the church is quite silent, to be honest. Like my church has never actually talked about video games. Um, all the kids are playing them, but no one's talking about them. So the first question is, how should the church like view what are video games? What category does that go under? It's a new thing. Yeah, it's a relatively new art form. I mean, depending on when you date it, it's maybe 60 years old tops. And, and even then, they were not very accessible, right? There were only certain... Right. 60 years ago, there were only certain places you could play a video game where if you had a particularly really, really expensive, huge computer back then. Yeah. <laughs> so with that in mind, I mean, it's it's much younger, much, much younger than, than like, say, the medium of, of books. Um, right. And even compared to film it, it's, it's, or, or television, those, those mediums, it's pretty, pretty young as well. So it's a medium that's still getting its footing. And it's unique, too. It's different from all those mediums because video games are interactive. It's going to sound stupid, but what makes a video game different is that you play it, right? You're inputting into the system. You're you're yeah. you're having some influence into the story that plays out in that right. game. Kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure uh, novel. Sure, in yeah, in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so yeah, so there, we're still sort of figuring out how video games are, are valuable and what, what they mean and how they communicate. Like, research on video games is obviously younger. It's just, it just hasn't come along. So we, we still don't know a lot about how these games are affecting us and, and what, what their value is. But that said, I think they are, like film, like books, okay. have value. There are lessons to be learned from playing them. They're not created in a vacuum. So every, every video game is made by somebody who or a team of people who are made in the image of God. And so we're going to see 
some truth in them. We're going to see some beauty in them. We're going to see some things that I think a, a kingdom mindset would call us to celebrate. Again, they're also created by people who, though made in the image of God, are also broken, right? Uh, broken by sin and broken by by all kinds of things. Uh, just the reality of living in a broken world that, that is not yet fully redeemed. And so that means that there's going to be some brokenness in video yeah. games, some things that we don't want to celebrate. But that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes seeing those things is, can be really healthy. Just like seeing, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example in film, but like watching so watching something like Shawshank Redemption, for instance, yeah. there's some real ugliness in that yeah. film, but that doesn't mean it's not worth seeing because we can see that. I think especially as believers, we can watch that and say like, that's, that's ugly, that's, that's bad, but, but we can feel the weight of, of that brokenness in a way that can be yeah. helpful and healthy. Yeah. Um, that's you good. Know? And I think that's true of video games as well. So there's certainly like a lot of games that are kind of, I don't know, vapid and time-wasting and... And certainly people have unhealthy relationships with games. That's pretty common as well. But that doesn't mean that the medium itself isn't worth engaging. Um, right. There's not meaningful interactions to be had there. Yeah, so I just think Christians... So to answer your question, that was a long roundabout way to get oh, no, to saying, like, I think the church should care about video games because they, I think the church should care about art in general. We should engage it. We should think about what it has to say because... That's the culture that we live in. Like, I think we, we get pictures, a lot of pictures in the Gospels and in Acts of, of the apostles and Jesus engaging culture. Like, you know, Paul quotes the, the Greek poets of the day, and, and he, yeah. he knew about those things, and he was aware of them. And he used those things as opportunities to strike up conversations and get to know people and build relationships. And I think we should be doing that yeah. because we live in a culture of gamers. I don't know what the statistics are in Canada, but I know in the United States, you know, we have like roughly 300 330 million people, something like that, and about 187 million Americans play video games regularly. So, I mean, that's that tells you, like, most people in our culture are gamers. Like, they play video games regularly. And so if that's the case, like, you know, why not engage that medium in hopes of connecting with people, with hopes of building relationships with them and, and, and pointing them to Christ, you know? I think the fine balance, though, is, like, how many people do you think Christians are going to video games for the purpose of like, let's say, Paul, I'm just doing this so that I have an avenue, you know, to to talk about Christ and everything like that? Yeah, I don't know. Not many. And I, that's why I think game church is so important. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm all in with game church. Right. And I think it's so valuable is because I don't think Christians are being nearly intentional. Enough. There's certainly Christians that just play video games to blow, blow off steam or whatever. And sure. I, I think there can be value in that. I don't think it's necessarily wrong for oh, yeah. that. But but I do think that Jesus calls us to live with intentionality, you know, in everything that we do. And so, so for me, like I try, I don't know how well I do, but I try to be disciplined about everything that I consume. So like with video games, I don't just want to play them. Like if I'm going to spend time on a video game, I want to be able to have a conversation with somebody about it. Like I want to be able cool. to connect that to my relationships with people or mm-hmm. even with like a TV show, like if I'm watching something, I don't know, whatever, Breaking Bad or whatever, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. some of your listeners are going to judge me for that maybe, but, but I want to <laughs> be able to have like, I want to be able to have a conversation with somebody after watching that about, you know, depravity and, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's kind of like, for sure. yeah. so, yeah. uh, so yeah, I think that would be my challenge to Christians when they think about something like video games and go like, Oh, that's just a waste of time. Well, yeah. okay, sure. It can be absolutely. But, but also man, there's just so many opportunities to engage in this medium in yeah. a thoughtful way. And you have to go in disciplined, I think, for sure, mm-hmm. or else you just become that guy who, like, 
plays for 35 hours a week yeah. and 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 that's that's not that's not healthy like not if you want to also have a full-time job and a family or whatever yeah exactly yeah 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 i think you hit a good point there in saying that like we even gave us the stats of american gamers and it's it reflects the same in canada we have significantly less people but still probably the same percent play video games and the average video gamer in uh Canada is 33 years old. Anyways, with, with the amount of people, it's like we, we need to tackle this. If we just throw it away as if it's, uh, it's a waste of time, we need to go and preach the gospel on the streets or something like that. It's like, well, no, we, there's, a, there's a huge amount of people here and we need to reach them. And I think um, we see a lot of pictures of that, I think, that we don't often take note of in the, in the gospels. Like Jesus didn't have video games, but he was, he was connecting with people on their level, like again and again and again and, and where they were at and where they were at in life and like... Um, yeah, so so if that's something that Jesus did, like I think the go- the gospel doesn't change, but how we communicate it and mm-hmm. how we engage people and how we strike up conversations with people about the gospel that if we're not changing in the way that we do that, like we're not like that's part of our mission I think as Christians is to yeah. enga- is like I don't think engaging culture is like a like not everybody has to do it on the same level. Like you don't have to care about video games that I do, but you need you do need to care about culture. I think. Yeah, I think every Christian good. does need to care about culture and engage it uh, for the purpose of of living on mission. Yeah, and that's something else you just said there. Like some of you brought up a while ago, the resemblance to movies. There's some movies that are made that are just kind of I call them junk food movies. There there's no substance. Uh, they're made just for the shock factor, let's say, or whatever. And then there's good movies like Shawshank, let's say, or, or Schindler's List, like these good redemptive movies. So with video games, I mean, obviously there are those kind of junk food video games as well. And then there's like the like the really artistic. Like I've seen some games that are are just fascinating. Like the the the, the art that's put into them, the animation, the storyline, it's just incredible. Do, do we have to sort of draw a line, or do some people are are some people more gifted to be able to tackle everything for that intentionality, or for the average person that's you know in let's say in Bible college or I don't know married and and they want to play video games? How does the sermon of the spirit work in that kind of? Yeah, um, for me, I guess I would say the way that I navigate it is probably through community. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that helps me sort of not abuse video games or play video games that maybe I shouldn't. Um, and for me, like, there's only a handful of games that, like, that I I won't play because okay. of their content, you know. Uh, there are those, and I think you need to know yourself, like, know where your weaknesses are. I think every Christian yeah. should kind of be aware of that. Like, is this going to be profitable for me, or is it going to, you know, like, so for me, like, violence and language and things, when I, I don't think those things necessarily, like, if I hear a bunch of language in a game, it's not like I go out and I'm wanting to, like, cuss out my neighbor <laughs> or something. Like, it just... It just doesn't yeah. affect me, and so it's not something I worry about a whole lot. But but something I do think about is making sure that video games aren't pulling me away from my family. So for me, you know, like community helps in that regard. I give my wife full permission to say, "Hey, turn it off, son, hang out." And I generally don't play them like when my kids are awake. You know, I have young children, so they go to bed early, so that allows me to, <laughs> to play some yeah. games when they go <laughs> to bed. And stuff. But you know, just I think setting those those boundaries and, and being cool. connected to a local church where people are speaking into your life are surrounding mm-hmm. you or are, are, are there praying for you and speaking to you. And, and, you know, just, I think being open to correction helps a lot. So yeah, I think every, yeah. everyone needs to kind of set boundaries for themselves, uh, when they'll play, how much they'll play, like, you know, all those things yeah. are, are helpful. Um, know, and know your weaknesses. I also think it's unhealthy to like draw lines and say, well, there's, you know, there are certain things like, 
Like, if a game's pornographic or something, I'm not going to touch that. Right. I'm not, not going to play that. But I think we should be wary of, of drawing hard lines around what Christians mm-hmm. can and can't do with regard to media because there's there's going to be brokenness and there's going to be truth and beauty. Yeah. Both of those things yeah. are going to be there. And, and really what we ought to be praying for, I think, is discernment to tell the difference between, you know, the brokenness that should make us sad and brokenness that if a game or a movie or whatever is celebrating brokenness and trying to tell us like no um human trafficking is good or something yeah. <laughs> do that but but no. you know just as a sort of a silly example yeah. like you know or or you know a game that's belittling towards women or whatever that's pretty common sure. actually like that's something that should not be celebrated as christians that should make us weep we should not celebrate those things so just knowing the difference um yeah. But, uh, you know, the Pharisees drew hard and fast lines around everything. That's true. Not only did they keep the Sabbath, but they didn't hang out with people who didn't keep the Sabbath the way that they kept the Sabbath, you know. And I think we need to be careful of that, uh, of drawing lines where the Bible doesn't draw hard and fast lines. Right. And Jesus, like, he just jumps over those lines. Like, you look at the woman at the well, he's crossing all those lines that the Pharisees wouldn't even touch, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for the sake of connecting with people. And I think we should, too. Like, we should never sin. In order to connect with people, but we should get into their world and un- try to understand them and understand their culture to, to for the sake of reaching them, for sure. Because Jesus that's says that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, with games becoming more and more virtual and kind of more, like you, you see videos now, like the Oculus and all these different things like that. Do you think that's creating, it's going to be harder to be more intentional because you can kind of escape more easily into those things? Or have you thought about that much, about the advancement of video games? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because here in in the next year or so, about three different major VR systems, Oculus, PlayStation VR, um, there's another HTC Vibe, I think is what it's called. All those are going to be out. And so Mm -hmm. there's going to be these whole new experiences to have in video games that are far more immersive than what we play now. There's good and bad things to that. And and I think we we just need to be, again, we just need to be discerning, I think. The things that I don't like about that is that I want to be accessible to my family. I want to be accessible to people coming in, in my home. And and, yeah. and so, like, it's weird to me to think about having this big goggles on my face and headphones <laughs> and, like, I don't even know what's going around in my house. Like, my wife could be, you know, yeah. calling out to me. I don't hear it, you know. Yeah. I wanna, yeah. So I think community is, is really important to me, and I don't want to, like, shut people out through through games. But that doesn't mean that, that playing those games for – a time could be really valuable. I mean, one of the cool things about about VR as well is that it's so immersive. You can't be doing some of the intense things that we do in video games with mm-hmm. VR because it's so intense. Like, it's just this immersive experience. So a lot of these games, I think, are going to be more, more about exploration than they are about violence, for instance. Like, you're not going to be sprinting around, shooting everything inside yeah. <laughs> in, in these VR games because it'll make you queasy. So because of that, games are having to slow down and sort of make more mm. more peaceful, more creative, immersive experiences, which is exciting. Like, there's a lot of, of beauty in these games. I think some of the games that are being developed for VR that it's worth celebrating. As long as we celebrate those things with sort of a view to say, like, let's not keep these goggles on all day <laughs> so that we're accessible to our families and our friends and then we're not exactly. pulling away from the real world. I think Christians have a fear of that, you know. I don't think we should be as afraid of it as we are. We should be, I think discernment is what we should shoot for. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's the key, the discernment there. And intentionality, like you said earlier as well. Um, just to go back to goggles, they're they're not the prettiest thing either. I remember my friend brought some to church one time. And after the church service, I put them on and I'm in the pews. And I'm I'm trying to like 
he had a game in there, like a, his Samsung he put in there. And I just looked like an, I looked like an idiot to everyone else because these huge chunkers on my face. When I've gone to conventions, uh, you'll see people in those and it's, there's these suits now too, where like, where you can like run these little, like, yeah, 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 where yeah. you can like run and you're all connected to all these wires and stuff. And it's like, I'm sure it's fun to play those games, but the people who do it just look ridiculous. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I so. know. That's so funny. Hey, Drew, do you have any other like personal kind of convictions, thoughts in regards to video games and faith uh, specifically that you haven't kind of shared already? Yeah, I would encourage people to take seriously the call to engage culture, I guess. Because if this is your hobby, like whatever your hobbies are, like don't be selfish with them would be my, my challenge. You know, don't That's be good. selfish with your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you, if you're really into books or whatever, like, don't just read those books. People are afraid of video games for that escapist kind of thing that we're talking about, like escaping from the real world. Tons of people do that with fantasy novels and romance novels and all kinds of things. Sure. Like, But whatever you're into, like, share it. Share it with yeah. people. Share it with the church. Share it with your friends. Share it with people outside the faith would be my challenge. Uh, come on mission with us at Game Church. Um, we're always looking for people to go. We're the only... I think the only missions organization that offers the opportunity to go on a video game mission trip. So yeah, if you are into video games and want to go on a video game mission trip, like we will, we will hook you up with that experience and it'll change the way you think about mission. And um, yeah. So if you're out there listening and you're like, yeah, I'm kind of into video games, but I've never really thought about how I could connect that hobby, that, that thing that I enjoy to, you know, to the Great Commission, to, to yeah. the mission that Jesus has, give, has given us, then, yeah, you need to go check out GameChurch.com and, and, and think about supporting us. Yeah, that's great. Well, to the listeners listening right now, um, all the links to find out more about Game Church, about Drew, everything, it'll be underneath the podcast episode page there. Anyways, uh, it was awesome chatting with you, uh, Drew, and uh, I just thank you so much for your wisdom in that, and thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been uh, been fun. Dixon from GameChurch.com. Hey, if you're interested in the work and ministry of Game Church, you can find all the links you'll need to connect with both Drew and Game Church on our podcast episode page. For me personally, it was this idea of being intentional about engaging with video games that seemed to really connect. Obviously, this can really stretch into far more areas of culture, not the least obviously being music and social media. But I don't want to get too into that right now because our next couple podcasts are going to be talking about those things. But intentionality. I think Ephesians 5, 15 to 17 speak into this really well. It says this, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Paul is saying, be intentional in your decisions in life because your decisions matter. They really do. Anyways, stay tuned for next week as we tackle another issue in this series of Christ and Culture. Well, that wraps up the Indoubt podcast show. To find out more about Indoubt and to listen to more podcasts, visit Indoubt.ca. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We want to hear from you. If you have any stories, comments, or whatever you want to share with us, let us know. That being said, I'm Isaac, and this is the Indoubt podcast. The Indoubt podcast is a part of Back to the Bible Canada's young adult ministry, Indoubt. All of Back to the Bible Canada's ministry programs and resources are created for the purpose of leading people forward in their walk with Jesus every day. For more information on all things Back to the Bible Canada, visit backtothebible.ca.